are listening to the Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program on KDNK Community Radio. This is Brain Garden, a monthly collaboration between ASIAP and my organization, Cangel's Connection. The mission of Brain Garden is to start conversations on topics that our youth are experiencing. Conversations create a dialogue for healing and offer resources for other community members in need. These students are opening their hearts and stories to help facilitate conversations in our community. I'm your host, Janelle Hildebrand, and I'm the founder of Cangel's Connection, Inc., also referred to as the Cangel Connection Foundation. I started Cangel's Connection in 2019 after my son Kane passed away from an accidental drug overdose on June 20th of 2018 at 24 years old. Cangel's Connection mission is to be the hub of connecting resources to the people in need. I felt alone as a parent of a struggling young man, and I didn't have the resources for myself or for Kane. My website is C-A-I-N-E dot C-A-I-N-E-G-E-L-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N dot org. And I have a list of resources that is continuously growing. I became connected with ASYEP through KDNK. And if you're a teen listening and would like to share your story and offer some resources, please contact Janelle Hildebrand at J-E-N-X-T-R-E-M-E-S-K-I at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes to listen to one of our upcoming conversations. Welcome back to Brain Garden. This is not the voice that you normally hear on this side of the mic. My name is Adele Kraft, and by the time this airs, I will be the long-gone program director, um, replaced by the amazing Megan Weber. Anyway, I have been producing the Brain Garden show since March of 2022, so about a year and a half. And I'm very excited that today I'm going to be talking with Janelle Hildebrand, who is the host. So welcome and thanks for being here. Thank you, Adele. And it's going to be a whole different show. Yep. We're twisting it up. Yes, yes. And this is a very bittersweet show because it is the last Brain Garden in our wonderful series. And I have just learned so much and I'm so grateful to you. So thank you. Back at you. Back awesome. at you. Likewise, I've learned a lot and really have enjoyed this. Really Good. have been amazing. Me too. Well, I would love to start by just having you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your story, and then we will talk about the Brain Garden Show. Sounds good. So I am Janelle Hildebrand. I started Cangel Connection, Inc. after my son passed away in 2018, and it kind of grew into the what it is now the uh, brain garden and I, I I'm trying to think of how we even got this whole thing started really Beth and no you and idea. I it was like I think Beth approached me and said like you should do a podcast and then you got involved and we created it together collaboratively and that was really fun and exciting because I've never done anything like that before so here we are doing this podcast but a little bit about me is I've moved to the valley here in just the turn of 1994 and went to nursing school and raised my son solo met my husband in that process but my family has lived in this valley my grandparents since I was born in 1971 so I grew up coming here and falling in love with the valley so moving here was just it felt right and now my parents and one of my brothers um, live here and um, so I've just developed a community along with the community so 
here I am playing tennis and I have a puppy and I have an amazing husband and I'm involved in the community. I volunteer throughout. Um, I also have a radio show on KDNK called Pay It Forward. And, um, and I just have a love and a passion for the community. So that's a little snapshot of myself. And our community is so lucky to have you, yeah, Janelle. Thank you. Well, I remember when we first started creating the podcast together, I got really, really excited because, well, first, do you want to explain the premise of the show and what it has been in its current form? So the Brain Garden, we kind of came up with it collaboratively because we wanted to give youth a voice um, because there's real things that kids are struggling with and we want to validate that. So it kind of came up with the Brain Garden, the seeds to grow mental wellness or something. Um, It was to turn a negative into a positive and share that so other kids feel okay about talking with it. So we you know, whether it's a mental illness or just, just a side of that, like a sidekick would be like just a symptom of that, like anxiety or depression um, and just dealing with all the things that kids are going through. And a lot of adults sometimes brush that off like, oh, you're just kids and kids just go through that. But I really think it's real and, and I think kids need to be validated. So the brain garden kind of developed from there. Yeah, it's so cool that you've given kids a platform to share their voice and share their stories in a really authentic and vulnerable way that then the community can learn from. And I was just going to say, I remember when we first started brainstorming the show, I went home and I was so excited because this is right up my alley, like talking to students about mental health and the things that they've been through and how they have flipped that and overcome it and are sharing strategies. So I went home and I was so excited and I created our logo, which I love. I love to. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, the show is called Brain Garden, Planting Seeds to Grow Mental Wellness. And I created this brain that has flowers growing out of it. And then above the flowers, it has all of these words about mental health. And I just got so excited and I feel really, really lucky and grateful that I've been able to go on this journey with you, Janelle, because I've learned so much from these students. And there have been many instances when I'm sitting in the studio with you and whoever you're interviewing. And even though I'm not talking, like I can watch the hair on my arms go up and I just get goosebumps and the chills because... I've learned so much from every student that has been on your show. Isn't it amazing how how intelligent and smart and strong and creative these students are? Like, I agree yes. with you. Like, I mean, just coming from my heart is like, these kids are, I mean, that's such hope for, for uh, myself as an older person. <laughs> um, it just gives me such hope that the, the world is going to be okay. It's balanced by these amazing young people. And they're all so wise beyond their years. I think that that's the thing that I often take away. Um, it, you know, we've had kids on this show that have come in to talk about um, their parents that are struggling with addiction or alcoholism or some kind of mental disorder, or maybe that's something that they're going through themselves. Um, and I think it's really a really, really big vulnerable raw thing to come and like bear your soul on the radio for the community to hear with the hope that it will reach someone else who might be going through something similar and I think that's such a beautiful way for our community to connect and Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just so proud of the bravery of all the students that you've had on it's really really cool I kind of was thinking wasn't our first student Yarrow yes and she comes to mind 
because she has a story and both of her parents had addiction mm-hmm. and mental illness. And I recently have just talked to Yaro, who's just finished her first year of college. Amazing. And she's taking summer classes and she just dove into learning. And so she is cool. just to come out here and bury your soul. It's a lot of these things are not anything anyone is like proud to talk about. Right. But what I'm most proud is the ability to just open up and validate it. And then they not only did that, but they how they react to it and how they're handling it with grace. Adults have a hard time with that. Yeah. These kids are examples for other people to live by. So she comes to mind and then it goes on from there. We had um, Jimmy who has a parent with um, dementia, and and that's a struggle for him. And then we have um, mercury on here and, and anxiety and self-harming. They don't know what to do with that energy. Yeah. And, and then grief, because there's a lot of overdoses and addiction. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any of this when I was a kid, so this is all craziness. But kids are dealing with loss in a way that we never did. Absolutely. So there's a lot of grief and or losing a parent to addiction. So yeah, there's students that talked about that. And there's some of Kane's friends came on to talk about their own grief with Kane, but also their own struggles, like coming out, you know, being mm-hmm. being gay and coming out. And there's a lot of people that are coming out with their identities and finally having a voice. So yeah. We've had so many stories. Absolutely. Um, It it just goes on. And I'm so proud of each one of those students. Well, I really loved how you had um, a set structure for all of your shows, right? You would talk to the students or young adults about an obstacle that they had been through, Mm -hmm. um, you know, their strengths and what their goals were for the future, strategies and resources that they used. So it always ended in... It always ended in a hopeful place. And also, you always gave resources to the community. And I think that's really cool because in the span of half an hour every month, we were able to see how a young adult went through something really painful and emotional and difficult and turned it into something beautiful. And maybe that's something that they're still working through, right? We're, we're right. always working through always. our trauma and through the things that are hard. But it was really cool to see people come out the other side and want to give back to their community and their peers. So yeah, I just think it's amazing that you gave people the platform to do that. Oh, thank you. You helped create this. So like without you, it just, I just felt like it was it was a puzzle and we all had a piece part of this. Um, the show, the student had a piece, I had a piece, you had a piece. And and but I think my favorite thing literally was the message at the end. Like we'd always put them on the spot. Yes. That wasn't anything we prepped them for. I'd be like, send a positive message out there. What would you say? And it always put them on the spot. But that was my favorite part because it was amazing what they said. Yeah. They were you always know? so wise. Kind yeah. too. Very yeah. kind. Well, I would love to chat about that really quick. I would love to hear, you know, either lessons you learned or little glimmers of hope that you got from students things that they said that really stuck out to you and I know that's a big question there were so many but what what did you personally gain or what were some things that you heard that really stuck out to you that you still think about I think about each and every student and that's a tough one because there's a lot but I I would say like I learned from these kids and so I think the message for me is we're discounting that our youth are a very important piece to our future. 
Absolutely. So often we look to our grandparents. We always look to our matriarchs, right? Like who's the oldest person? And they, they have an important place too. But our youth, they are going to change our future. And if we don't give them and water those seeds, right? Plant the seeds you want to see yep. grow. What does that future look like? So when we were able to spotlight and and. It was a lot to me, but it's still a speck of sand compared to all the kids that have stories. I feel like they have, if we water those seeds, what could we do with the world? Like there's no end to what they could do to changing the way we treat people, the way we perform, um, the way we are productive, the way we do things in society. So I just felt like each student brought something special the strength of just them talking and opening up, like we discount the knowledge that youth share too. They're they're not dumb. They're really smart, and they're really creative. And if we don't tap that now, we're gonna lose it because you mm-hmm. lose that over time. I mean, I think it kind of dulls over time. And I just feel like what I've learned is just how important giving youth a voice is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think about. Um, I'll go off topic a little bit, but my husband went to Standing Rock for for quite a period of time. And the youth there, they weren't violent. It was a peaceful protest. And they worked together as a community to to help and set things up and move. And and they prayed. They went to the water every morning, my husband told me, and prayed. So it made me think of each student we had on here. And they are doing just that. Mm -hmm. They may not go to the river and pray, but what they're doing is showing by their actions that it's not what's happening to them, it's how that you're reacting to them. Absolutely. Or how you're handling yes. that and how you're reacting to that situation, whether it's I'm going to go get help and I'm going to do counseling. And I came from a family of Hispanics where we didn't do that. And that was right. one of our students. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. And then it, she was showing her family that it's a strength and not a weakness right. to do that. And now she's changed her family who will change that exactly it ripples out powerful yeah and so that's that's just one example of many but um and then um uh, the young man that's dealing with his parent he's kayaking and so he's turning a negative thing and he's channeling his energy through nature and through movement of nature and, and helping him heal through that yeah and helping him grow and then there's Yaro, who's diving into education and pulling this knowledge, and she's not out doing negative things. She's really trying to better herself so she can better society. That was so. one of the things that I thought was really cool about all of the young adults that you brought on the podcast, that, you know, they all took something really hard, and then they wanted to use it to better themselves and their community. And I think that those ripple effects, they have huge impacts on our friends, our family, our community, and the world. And I think that one thing that I really learned from sitting in on recording all those episodes and listening to the students was just how connected we all are. And I learned so much personally. And I was also often surprised at how much I could resonate with what everyone was saying. You know, there were things that they were talking about that I'd been through myself, like anxiety and grief and, you know, the shows about COVID. Like, those are things that I have experienced myself, so I could resonate with that. But then there was always at least one lesson or one moment from every show where I thought, wow, like, I can bring that into my life. 
and I'm learning so much from you. So it seemed like a very reciprocal relationship between all of us. Like they could come on here to talk through things and we were learning a lot too. And I hope that the community feels like that as well. And if you haven't listened to the Brain Garden podcast, it will exist on kdnk.org forever. Um, So we have a year and a half worth of episodes available there. You just go to kdnk.org and type in Brain Garden and you can listen to all the past episodes. And if you're not familiar with the show, I would definitely recommend that you give it a listen. I do too. And and I'm not biased or anything. I, I really was impressed at how well the show went. Yeah. Um, I've never done anything like this. So it just felt natural. It felt very natural and comfortable. But my, uh, I had some friends and even my husband will listen. And he's like, I am so impressed with the way you talked with these kids. Because it's always a conversation. It wasn't a professional interview. Yeah. It was just a conversation. So we can get comfortable and have a dialogue and, yeah. and put them put them in the hot seat and not in the hot seat in a negative way, but just give them a voice to say, you have a voice and I want you to tell your story because there's other people going through that. Yeah. And if we can touch, if, if one person listens to that and we have changed a life, we've done our job. Yeah. 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 Well, I think this is a good time to reintroduce you. So if you are just tuning in, my name is Adele Kraft, and I'm talking with Janelle Hildebrand, who is the host or was the host of the Brain Garden show on KDNK. And we were just chatting about um, the ripple effects of the show and what that meant for the community and what that meant for students. Um, And I think that, you know, if I were... I always come back to if I were a student and I was sitting in the car, maybe on the way to school or well, on the way back from school, I guess four o'clock and I heard your show and maybe I was going through something really hard. um, I think that that would be like my glimmer of hope. And I always come back to that because sometimes it can feel like you know, we're, we're putting this thing out into the world. Who knows who's listening, if anybody is gaining anything from it. But if one student every month is listening and gets something from that, maybe that's the catalyst that's going to change their life. Or maybe it's the thing that's going to start a conversation in their family. And I would not discount the power of that. I That was the big, like, the big what if hope for me, too, is maybe a grandparent was listening Mm -hmm. and maybe not the student, but they knew they told their grandchild like, Oh my God, I just heard the show called the brain garden and it's the student talking. So the hope was that it, it, and it's never quick because we're, we're a drive through society, but really good change is slow and monotonous. Mm -hmm. So if we can slowly pick away and share that knowledge and let kids know that it's okay, that, it's okay to not be okay, really. And to tell to open up and be okay to talk about that, even if it's not with me, or or it wasn't with me on the brain garden. It's an important conversation with friends or family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have this this grand vision I I have since we started it that, you know, it'd be cool if the brain garden were like a podcast on a national level, and we could have huge listenership. I think that that would be really cool. So maybe that's a project for the future. 
We'll see, Janelle. You never know what's going to happen <laughs> because, like, life is always a gamble. And that would be really cool because I don't, you know, it's hard to say, like, this chapter of The Brain Garden will close as every book has chapters. But you never know what the next chapter will be. Exactly. Yeah. Well, before we talk about what's next, um, I just, I wanted to bring up, I've been thinking about this the whole time we've been talking that very first guest, Yaro, mm-hmm. she read an essay that she had written for your scholarship fund. Yep. And I just, I sat there and I listened to her in awe. My jaw was probably like on the floor. I don't think I closed my mouth. Like I just, it was so amazing to hear her and her story and her talking about it in such an eloquent way. Yeah. And so I just wanted to bring it back to that because I, like I said before, I think it's a really big thing to put yourself out there. And I know that, you know, obviously I work with students on the radio all the time and not normally in that raw of a capacity, right? We have kids on the radio that are playing music and this is definitely their their safe space and the place where they feel comfortable. But this is a whole nother layer of it. Yeah. Um, and I think... You know, sometimes when you're just talking into a microphone, it's easy to think about, I don't know who who's going to hear this. Maybe someone will, but it's not as scary as like standing up on a stage and talking to people um, where they can all see you. But right. it's still such a big thing. And I'm just so in awe of the bravery and strength of all of the kids that you had on the show. Each one. So Crosby, who was on our show, he had a parent dealing with addiction. He was my very first scholarship recipient. And his essay reminded me of Yarrow's essay, his capstone, mm-hmm. and his letter of um, applying for my scholarship, which we started with one. Crosby was the first, and now we're up to six. So to me, that is success all on my own, raising money. How many years have you been doing the scholarship? Three years. Okay, cool. Three years. Yeah, three years scholarships and... And it's all just through hardworking people that have donated some money through tennis tournaments and yard sales. So I met with the kids just recently because I re-gifted. And I just had to remind them that all this money came from people that don't have a lot of money. They work really hard. So it passed through a lot of hands to get to you. And so they, I am the vessel that it just goes through and that, the community has believed so much in these students and what they're going to give back to the community in the future. And so that was my message to them. I was like, so remember when I'm handing you this money, it came from so many people. Mm-hmm. All these hands touched that money. And so that is really beautiful in my mind to say that all these people believe in what we're doing. Yeah. And so that's how the brain garden is. We don't know how many people it's touching. Just like we don't know how many people it touched because it's not just the people that donated the money. It's the people that, you know, like if you think about a can of food, right, and you touch that can of food, how many people behind the scenes that that put that can together? So the brain garden could be doing just that. And it's always good to put good out into the world no matter what, no matter who you think is listening. When you put good out, it's going to come back. It will. It's the energy you, you put out, the energy will come back. It is a reciprocal thing. So, so if you're listening, if you do one good thing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back. It might not come back immediately, but it'll come back in a way when you need it to. 
I love that. Yeah. Well, speaking of messages, I know that you always ended your show with a message, asking the kids for a message. Were there any of those messages that really stuck out to you? I want to say a common thread of the messages from the students was really it's just be kind. I mean, really, if we kind of narrowed it down, it was just kindness. We just need mm-hmm. kindness in the world. That And no shame, and it's okay um, for whatever you're going through, but just be gentle because all the things that we talked about on our show are things that you cannot see. So right. if we just stop and take a moment before we make a judgment and just say, I wonder what they're going through. I right. hope they're going to be okay. Right. So that's you the message. never know. Yeah. 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 And I think that's true for extending grace and compassion and patience to others as well. Um, I, I agree that kindness is so, so important. But I think that holding space for people is also really important. Really important. Yeah. yeah. It's just when, when you're thinking about all the subjects we talked about, and there was a, a plethora of them, all of it really if we just hold space, we be kind, we take a moment, because we're often quick to judge and we're humans. But if we just stop and be in the moment and say, you know what, they're probably doing the best they can. Yeah. 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 Well, Janelle, this is the last episode of Brain Garden, at least for now. So what is next for you? So what's next for me is, you know, continuing on with Kangel and I have a big tennis tournament I'm planning for October or the Fun. end of September and early October. So that will raise money for scholarships. And I would love, love, love to think about getting a committee to do a winter event. So that's on the bucket. And I would love to think about the brain garden. I would um, in a capacity that might just be a different outlook or a different Mm -hmm. perception. So I I would not want to rule it out completely, but I definitely think we need to regroup and maybe reformulate it. Well, I know, I know you always have things up your sleeve and lots of ideas. I do. But no pressure. No pressure (laughs) at all. (laughs) I feel like pressure is good, though, because it pushes us into a place where we're uncomfortable. And guess what happens? That's where we grow. Yeah. Beautiful the things. Is always. Where we're uncomfortable. So always. all of you listening, if you're uncomfortable, you're growing. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that this morning, Janelle, when we had breakfast. Yeah. Janelle, before we wrap up, I wanted to say thank you so, so much for being on the show today. And I'm so glad that you allowed me to talk with you and turn the tables on you a little bit. It was really fun. And I, I'm super honored that you guys even that Beth and you reached out and gave me this opportunity to try something new and exciting. And I want to thank all the students if you're listening, which I will encourage you all to do that. Thank you for opening up and being so brave and allowing me to like converse with you and get to know you in a spectrum. So it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Well, I think that this has been such a beautiful ride of a project, and I think you've done such an amazing job. So I just wanted to thank you again. And if you haven't listened to The Brain Garden before, it does live on kdnk.org. You just type Brain Garden into the search bar, and you'll see our fun little brain logo with flowers. Um, All right, Janelle, what is your message to the community today, to the listeners? The message is listen to learn and not to respond. And thanks to all the listeners who have been dedicated and supportive for this show, um, and Adele and Beth, and um, to all the kids that came out and just made this happen. Because we, it, it wasn't just me, it was collaboratively. So thank you all for the opportunity. 
and it was just such a sweet ride. Thank you so much, yeah. Janelle. It's been an honor working with you.